Welcome to AZPM News Daily, a recap of all the day's news from Arizona Public Media. I'm Steve Jess, and on today's edition, lawmakers fix a problem of their own making. The voters of Arizona are protected, and every eligible voter will have their vote counted. Our water supply gets a boost from winter snows. Water managers around the West keep a close eye on snow in Colorado's mountains, since it makes up about two-thirds of all the water in the Colorado River. And nothing says life in the desert quite like a haiku competition. First up today, Arizona lawmakers agreed on a bipartisan bill to fix election deadline issues. The problems had the potential to put Arizonans' votes in upcoming elections at risk. From KJZZ Radio, Cameron Sanchez reports. County election officials warned there won't be enough time after the primary and general elections to conduct recounts in close races and also meet federal deadlines to mail ballots to military members and certify the state's presidential vote. All legislative Democrats and nearly all Republicans voted for a bill to give the counties more time by making changes to the state's election calendar, like moving up the primary election date. Democrats, like Senator Priya Sundaration, said they appreciated the bipartisan negotiation, however difficult the process may have been. We feel confident that the voters of Arizona are protected and that every eligible voter will have their vote counted. The bipartisan bill also adds signature verification requirements to state law, a key demand of Republicans like Representative Alexander Colladin, though he acknowledged other GOP priorities were left out of the deal. We have acted like crabs in a bucket letting the perfect be the enemy of the good. In a statement, Governor Katie Hobbs indicated she will sign the bill into law. Cameron Sanchez, Phoenix. The former Arizona corrections director said in court that he gave his life to the criminal justice system as he was trying to convince a judge not to have him incarcerated. Charles Ryan pleaded no contest to disorderly conduct with a gun and had another charge dropped in a plea deal with prosecutors who recommended probation over prison time. Ryan's lawyer said at his sentencing hearing that the 2022 incident occurred while his client was in an alcohol-caused blackout. The judge put Ryan on two years of supervised probation, during which Ryan cannot vote or own a gun. The University of Arizona has announced it will permanently eliminate $27 million worth of vacant positions in academic units. Paola Rodriguez has more. Other cuts include eliminating the university's esports program, suspending competitive grant programs, a delayed postdoctoral fellowship program, and more. The total of those cuts would save the university nearly $30 million. The university will continue its pause on salary increases through fiscal year 2025. The new report comes two weeks after Governor Katie Hobbs called for an external audit of the university, along with monthly fiscal reporting to her office. I'm Paola Rodriguez, AZPM News. Recent storms brought more snow to a wide swath of the Rocky Mountains. Alex Hager reports that helped erase snow drought conditions and boost the region's water supply. Most of Colorado and Utah are showing about 90 to 100 percent of average for February snow totals. That's a solid upswing after a lackluster start to the winter. Even most snow data from New Mexico and Arizona is well above average. The only area with significantly below average conditions is around the Four Corners, where some sensors are reporting 70 to 80 percent of normal snow. Water managers around the West keep a close eye on snow in Colorado's mountains, since it makes up about two-thirds of all the water in the Colorado River, which supplies cities and farms across seven states. 
The river's top policymakers won't have a full sense of this year's water supply until around April, when mountain snow starts to melt. I'm Alex Hager. Last year, 1,400 people in Arizona received organ transplants. Melissa McQueen knows the process because her youngest son underwent a heart transplant as an infant. Her experience led her to found the group Transplant Families, where she's able to research and find ways to help other families going through that process. So it became a support, it became education, it became a collaborative community where we come together and share ideas, our successes, sometimes our heartaches, and hopefully those heartaches turn into solutions. McQueen says it's important for families like hers to connect, especially after the isolation caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. You can hear more about transplant families and the process of organ and tissue donation on The Buzz, available on our website as a podcast. The fifth annual Tucson Haiku Hike Literary Competition is underway and will be accepting submissions until the end of the month. The theme this year is Serenity, and the competition's open to all ages and skill levels. Duncan Moon reports. The entries will be judged by Tucson's Poet Laureate, T.C. Tolbert, who will select 20 winners. The winning poems will be featured in downtown Tucson on planters along Congress Street and Stone Ave, and winners will be recognized on public signage, online, and in the media. The competition is a joint project of the Downtown Tucson Partnership and the University of Arizona Poetry Center. Interested poets can submit their work at downtowntucson.org. So, to kick things off, are you a poet? Your chance to discover now. Don't wait till too late. Submissions are welcome through February 29th. I'm Duncan Moon, AZPM News. As we said, it's open to all skill levels. And now you're caught up on the stories we've covered today at Arizona Public Media. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to AZPM News Daily wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Steve Jess, and we'll be back after the weekend.